Hello, it's Eric Crossley. Welcome back to Making a Difference. Episode four, Everybody Chill. I'm Eric Crossley reporting from our headquarters here in Washington, D.C., Baltimore area, and Dayron Arias, my producer and friend down in Florida. We're uh, mapping it out from different parts of the country. Also want to say hi, of course, on behalf of my partner here, Senior Social, and uh, he's going to have a show coming up soon also. Today is my birthday. I am 62 years old, and I'm happy to be alive. Today we're going to talk a lot about what's going on with the coronavirus. And we don't want to overemphasize or underemphasize anything, but what I'm going to try to do is give you the facts as straightforwardly as possible and uh, go forward with that. We're also going to have some other information and some maybe some good news also. Now, I do want to say a couple of things. First of all, I want to say hello to Encore, and that's our new home, and also SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Thank you so much uh, for listening, and we're excited to uh, have you folks. Don't forget, you can go to ericcrossley.com, www.ericcrossley.com, and uh, visit our website. We're going to have more coming up there, I promise, soon. And send any information, any thank yous or uh, happy birthday messages <laughs> to info at ericcrossley.com, please. Lastly, before we start with our material, say hello to our top five countries. Now, our first country is the United States, and we are in the United States, so that does make sense. Number two is Netherlands, the Netherlands. Number three is Germany. Number four is Canada. And number five is Australia. I can't tell you how exciting it is to have uh, people. I'm really kind of surprised. I think both Niran and I are, are surprised at the great, uh, fantastic uh, people listening from other countries, in addition to the U.S. Bless you all, and thank you for listening. Now, because coronavirus is a global epidemic, global pandemic, I should say, then we're going to talk about worldwide and U.S. effects. So I think the first part of the program, what we're going to try to do is talk about uh, some numbers, which are a little bit shocking, a little bit surprising, and get everybody to understand that, you know, we need to, as I said in the title, everybody chill. This is not a time to panic, but it's also not a time to do anything crazy. The six-foot rule we have here in Maryland and throughout the United States, and I think probably in Florida too, hopefully, is stay six feet away from uh, from people who are strangers to you and not living in the same house. Now, if you live in the same house, I think the six-foot rule is off. Uh, we have a pretty small uh, upstairs apartment here in Baltimore, Maryland, and I don't think we have six feet to be playing around with all the time. Anyway, <clears throat> that's where we stand right now. As far as uh, in the United States, to give you an example of what's going on here in Maryland, just as an example of one of the 50 states, we have the schools have been closed. The public schools were closed on Monday of this week, and today is Thursday. So they'll be closed at least, uh, I would estimate, two to three more weeks, but probably for the rest of the school year. So the children are going to be home. The teachers aren't at work. And restaurants and bars here in Maryland are closed. We have grocery stores open. Uh, the quantity of everything is in question. Since uh, toilet paper is a big topic, <clears throat> sorry, I will mention that here in Maryland, the last I saw, we did, not, we did not have any toilet paper available. However, we do have an extra roll here in our house, which is exciting. 
it's a thousand uh, a thousand sheet roll. This is the kind of stuff we're talking about with the uh, coronavirus outbreak. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about some of the statistics going on and how we can uh, help ourselves and help each other worldwide, nationwide. This is a time for us to come together as a people and and have empathy for other people. We've lost that in the United States, unfortunately. Uh, with Donald Trump with the last three plus years with the people that we've had in power and the Republican Party. We're going to talk more about what's going on and what we're going to have to do later in 2020 to get our country back. This coronavirus is a pandemic and it's a disaster worldwide and here in the United States. If the president would have taken this seriously from the beginning and done what he should have done, we would not be seeing so many people infected and so many people dying in the United States. And that, folks, is a fact. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Eric Crossley from Making a Difference, a new show from Anchor. Thanks for listening. And by the way, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Now, let me explain. First of all, it's free. Always a big advantage. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's a huge advantage, believe me. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Okay, folks, and we are back with Making a Difference. And again, everybody chill. March 19th, everybody chill. We are in the last day of winter. My birthday is the last day of winter, March 19th. And it's also the day, traditionally, in California, the swallows returned to Capistrano. Um, I don't know why I mentioned that, but that's something that's always been on my birthday, so I mentioned that. We're talking about the coronavirus and uh, what's going on. Folks, I want to make sure you understand uh, Making a Difference is back, and we're excited to to be back on the air. And, and uh, previously, we had a, a show that had 99 episodes, and uh, we didn't quite get to 100, but now we're, we're back on track. Making a Difference is going to have a lot of different topics that we're going to discuss, and especially with the election coming up in November. But right now, uh, let me mention one thing quickly before we get back to talking about the coronavirus, and that is that uh, Joe Biden appears to be, former Vice President and former Senator Biden, <clears throat> appears to be the, uh, the person who's going to be the Democratic nominee for President uh, of the United States and going up against Donald Trump in November because of the most recent results we have, right in the middle of everything, yes, the coronavirus, but yesterday's results, Tuesday's results, I mean, two days ago, showed that um, it, uh, Joe Biden won Florida and also won Illinois and I believe another state. He may have won Texas. He's winning pretty much every state. So I'm afraid uh, for Bernie Sanders, it may be uh, too late. And interestingly enough, just a few weeks ago, it looked like Bernie Sanders would be the nominee. But uh, congratulations to former Vice President Biden. He will be an outstanding nominee and a person who will uh, we will be proud to have as our next president. But if that doesn't happen, uh, watch out. 
we're going to be in trouble. So we'll talk more about the election coming up. Let's look at some numbers now. The numbers are changing constantly on the coronavirus and what's going on. What's happened in the United States is we're finally trying to catch up with the rest of the world and uh, get enough testing kits, get enough respirators. But we're so far behind. As I said before, the president was informed of this back in January. That's when we had our first case in the United States back in January. Right now, as of the latest numbers I've seen, uh, March 19th, 2020, the total number of cases in the United States has exploded to 10,442, and the total number of people who have unfortunately lost their lives uh, due to the coronavirus is 150. So that's a, a startling number and a startling change that's happened because just as of yesterday, when I looked at the these are numbers from the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, by the way. The numbers I looked at yesterday on the 18th, and again, these numbers reflect the numbers as of 4 p.m. the day before. The numbers we're seeing today on the 19th are as of 4 p.m. on March 18th, yesterday. The Centers for Disease, Disease Control yesterday indicated that 97 people had died in the United States as of 4 p.m. on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, just two days ago. As of 4 p.m. yesterday, that number in the United States has changed to 100 and 50. That is a startling increase in the number of people who have died uh, in, in this pandemic. This is a pandemic that the president said back in uh, February, in fact, just three weeks ago, we'll have a clip for you in the next show, but I want to I want to play it again. Uh, the president said three weeks ago that the Democrats invented this virus. We invented this virus, the coronavirus, the liberals, the people on the left, because he's having so much success, because he's done so well. This is what the president said about Democrats, about liberals like me, about progressives, about people who give a damn. We're in deep trouble, people. This president is out of control, and this president doesn't know what he's doing. And now we're seeing the end results. 150 people dead 10,442 cases. In New York State, we have seen 4,597 cases. In Washington, 1,187. In California, 833. Here in Maryland, where I live, 107. And where my producer, Dayron, lives in Florida, 384. This is not a joke, Mr. President. And thank you so much for treating it that way three weeks ago. And this is the result. We'll be right back, people. Okay, folks, again, uh, Eric Crossley back with Making a Difference. And don't forget, Senior Social, my partner, uh, and uh, Daron Arias, my uh, partner and producer down in Florida also, and everybody involved. And uh, I want to big big thanks to Dusty Alexander uh, also in California. We have, uh, we're going uh, nationwide, so we're excited about that. And, and again, a big thank you to our new home of Encore, to SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks to everybody for listening, and we're excited about the show moving forward. Let's get back to talking a little bit. I, I was, again, harsh with the president, but unfortunately, the president has continued to, during a crisis, take this uh, situation like it's a, a campaign situation, and he needs to make sure 
that uh, everything's covered. Now, one idea, which came actually from the Democrats, but now the president has embraced, is the possibility of giving up to $2,000 per person in a kind of a incentive, and also doing the same for businesses of different amounts uh, while this is going on. I think that's a great idea, and the president has embraced that, as have the Senate for the most part, and the House. So I think that will be going forward, and that's some good news. Let's have some good news uh, along with all the bad news. The bad news is the U.S. totals in deaths, uh, 163 as of the last we checked here on the 19th, just a short time ago. And these numbers come from CNN and the CDC. 163 people have perished in the United States due to the coronavirus. 67 in Washington state, which is kind of the epicenter, if you will, the uh, worst affected state. But now New York has also uh, 21 deaths, and New York has a huge number of cases, as we discussed. 17 people have passed away in California, and we can go on and on and on. Um, but the problem we have to face as a nation right now is these numbers in other countries have not been getting better. And if we're not going to be smart, then we're going to have huge problems. So we've got to keep uh, be aware of that and continue to just be smart. You know, we talked about common sense things. We'll talk about that some more. But I think the $2,000 incentive or $1,000, hopefully 2000 for each person will actually be a plus and will be something that uh, I think we can all embrace. Now, let's look at numbers while worldwide. And again, it's my birthday, so I hate to emphasize uh, things that are in a negative vein, but we have to look at raw numbers and understand that the Republican Party early on, and in many cases still is treating this like this is some kind of campaign issue, not just the president, but other Republicans kind of sloughing it off, saying, well, you know, I, I heard one of them say, you know, it's older people anyway. So, you know, it sounds like something you would hear during the Nazi regime in uh, with Adolf Hitler. Let's be real careful here, folks, about we're writing people off and talking about how we're not going to have enough respirators and we're going to have to make life or death decisions in some states for people uh, of a certain age, people over 80. Uh, are they going to be treated and that's what they're saying. Are we going to have to make those decisions? Worldwide, as of today, and this comes from the World uh, Health Organization, we have a total of 222,642 cases worldwide, 9,115 deaths. And uh, the good news is that of those 222,000, 84,506 people have recovered. So I think it's important to also emphasize that fact. The other fact that's come out today that has been a little bit startling for everybody is the fact that I'm 62 years old <laughs> and uh, people uh, of my age and especially older than me, my age or older, and people with uh, health issues, uh, respiratory issues, um, heart issues, heart disease issues like I have also, uh, and other things, other issues kind of have to be on the extra lookout. So I've done that, kind of uh, not locked myself in completely, but at this point, let's use common sense and limit our contact with other people who we're not living with. Uh, I think that's a good one to, to go. And moving forward again, try to find a positive. We grow old too soon. Let's not 
let this overwhelm us, okay, as a people, because uh, it's it's tragic and it's probably going to get worse. But let's use common sense. One more thing about COVID-19, and that's what the coronavirus is. It's called COVID-19. We mentioned the uh, the increase in cases and deaths in the United States, but uh, and by state. One thing that's kind of startling to look at is the day-by-day numbers. Again, this is from the Centers for Disease Control. The day-by-day numbers are showing how many cases have been reported each day in the United States by date, going back all the way to January. But we wanted to go back just to February, about a month, and take a look at the number of cases. So today's March 19th. Now, cases for March 19th, March 18th, March 17th, all the way back to March 11th, are going to, numbers are going to skyrocket from what we have right now. But here's what has happened to numbers, that how they've changed just since the last show we did. Uh, as an example, February 18th was the first day we saw 10 cases reported in the United States. On the 20th, it was 10 again. But the 21st was 18. By the 22nd of February, 22. By the 24th, 42. By the 26th, 52. By the 28th, 66. That's the most cases that were reported at any day in February. Then March came. March 1st, 97. March 3rd, 108. March 4th, 117. March 6th, 124. March 9th, 163. That's the most that's been reported in any day. And that was just 10 days ago. March 10th, 140. Then the numbers went down. As I explained, they're going to change simply because we don't have all the reported numbers yet for March 11th through the 18th. But the increases that we have seen in numbers, 163 on March 9th, is an increase from just 10 days before on March or on February 29th, triple the numbers we had on March on February 29th to March 9th, triple the numbers from 55 to 163, almost triple, just under that. That is startling, folks. That is something to be aware of. It's not a joke. The president is finally taking it seriously somewhat, but some Republicans at this point aren't and and think it's a it's a joke. And those people need to be voted out of office. We'll talk more about that as the election moves forward. So Worldwide deaths, unfortunately, right now, as of today, March 19th, 9,115. But as I said, 84,506 recoveries. So keep that in mind. That's over nine times the number of people who died. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to try to keep in mind that most people do recover. Let's keep that in mind. Let's get health care to everybody. Let's get respirators to everybody. Let's make sure our health care systems are working here in Maryland The governor has just uh, put aside $9.5 million for um, more hospital beds and more respirators, and we're getting those ready immediately. That's what every state should be doing. Most states are doing. We have to keep in mind that common sense has to prevail. That's what we're going to do here in the United States and also in a lot of other countries that I think are doing uh, doing the smart thing in treating people. Now, about... uh, other countries, we talked about listeners we have, and thank you again for the folks in those uh, in those other countries who are uh, listening in the Netherlands and Canada and uh, elsewhere. 
And I wanted to mention briefly about overseas cases and Italy in particular. Unfortunately, uh, Italy now has passed China in the number of cases. So uh, that in total cases uh, diagnosed of uh, COVID-19. So that is also unfortunate. And the death rates in some of these countries. Uh, Italy's death rate went up 475 in one day, which was a startling number, which is now 3,405 have people have passed away in Italy. So the numbers can get very startling and very uh, upsetting. We'll take it easy, we'll take it slow though, and learn hopefully uh, from other locations. And that's what we're doing here. I would urge Florida, the governor down there, and I, again, I talked with Dayron before the show started here. Florida, you need to get those beaches cleared because they have just discovered that in the United States of the new cases diagnosed since, since March 1st, 40% are people under the age of 40. 40% are under the age of 40. How many times do I have to say that, people? It's not just old people that are getting it. Will most people recover? Yes. But don't be foolish. Don't be stupid. Get off the beaches. Stop, you know, the spring break stuff and everything. And let's let's use common sense at this point. Um, and as far as, you know, where we're going from here, I think that's what we're going to do. And uh, we're going to talk more about the president. And the president keeps saying, I don't want you know, stop making politics out of this. Everybody's making it politics. We didn't make it politics. The president made it politics. The president was the one that said three weeks ago on February 28th, the president, President Trump said that the Democrats, again, I have to emphasize this again, this is something that's just absolutely beyond belief for a president to say that the Democrats uh, invented this virus and we came up with the idea because he was having so much success. This is a man who's lost his mind. And we have to understand that, you know, 10 months until the election, or 10 months until the inauguration uh, of the next president, barring going back and impeaching him again and convicting him in the Senate, which I don't think is going to happen, uh, we have serious problems with this president and with what he's been saying. So we're going to talk more about that also. People need to listen, as I said before, to the CDC and go on the CDC website. You don't even have to go to a lot of other websites. Check CNN, get the numbers. Make sure the numbers are correct. We're going to be posting them again and again. But what I tell you on the show here, folks, is the most recent numbers I have from government agencies. We'll be right back. Eric Crossley back again with Making a Difference. Thanks for listening in, folks. And again, this is episode four. What we're trying to do is help everybody chill out a little bit and, uh, and kind of see some things that we can do going away that are positive. So everybody chill. And it's March 19th, and it's my birthday, and I'm excited about that, too. Thanks for listening. Everybody, um, you know, our thoughts and our prayers really are with you. And uh, I don't just say that. Uh, people who are out there, wherever you are, please take care of yourself, take care of your families, and, and listen to uh, the best you can. Here in the United States, the CDC, I know in Great Britain and other countries, you have your own, uh, in Canada, for instance, you have your own outreach going. Let's talk a little bit about what uh, what to look ahead with on uh, as far as the coronavirus goes. The president has said again and again um, that he, back three weeks ago, he said that uh, the Democrats came up with this idea of the coronavirus. This was something that was invented. I'm not making this up. This is what the president said. He uh, has changed 
really his whole attitude. He said just on Monday at his press conference, he said, quote, I don't feel different. I've always known this is real. This is a pandemic. I felt it was a pandemic long before it was a pandemic. And this, again, is where the president has, uh, because he knows everything about everything. He knows everything about pandemics, about medicine, about war, about uh, the military, about every single thing you can imagine. He knows more about it than anybody does, which is amazing, really. But he said he was always known it was real. However, he said that uh, just a few weeks ago, the first statements in January, in fact, on the coronavirus, Trump said the United States had it, quote, totally under control and tweeted days later that it will, quote, all work out. So the president in late January said everything's fine. It's going to work out. This is what this president does. He doesn't come up with ideas. He doesn't take the bull by the horns, as uh, my grandma used to say, and, and take control of it or show something, show some balls. I don't know what you can say. I think I can say that on, on the air. Do something uh, early on. And, you know, if he had done that, if the president had taken the bull by the horns and literally, you know, early on said, we have a problem and we're going to. We're going to take control early. We're going to make sure there's enough respirators, enough testing kits. He did not do anything. He accused, this is the president of the United States, he accused the World Health Organization of producing an inaccurate mortality rate, falsely claimed that anybody that wants a test can get a test, and just predicted it will go away. Just stay calm. Now, I said for everybody, you know, to chill. I did say that. So I think the stay calm idea is a great idea. But I think the president of the United States is somebody who has to take charge and say, this is what we're doing. I would encourage you. I don't have time in this episode, but in the next one, I'll try to get a little clip of it. But I would encourage you to listen to today, March 19th, to a little bit of Governor Cuomo from uh, New York and Andrew Cuomo and of uh what he said today, he had a press conference that seemed like something the president should have done. And then, unfortunately, the president came out and had a press conference, which uh, did not go quite as well. The problem we have right now is it's not just the president. It's also the Republicans who are not treating this seriously. Now, the uh, according to what the president said, he said on Monday that we have a new invisible enemy facing Americans and acknowledged this is a very bad one. This is the same president that three weeks ago on February 28th said that the Democrats were making this up, that this coronavirus was made up. He accused the World Health Organization of making up numbers. They're trying to make it look, why would the World Health Organization make up numbers of 9,155 people who have died from coronavirus. Is that something that is a good idea that, gee, you know, we want it to be, we want it to be higher. What's the reason for that? To get more kits? I think every health organization in the world, including the World Health Organization, including the Centers for Disease Control in the United States, I would say every one of them would like to see this virus go away. But Mr. President, things like this don't just go away. It takes a man or a woman who's in a leadership position to say, we're not going to take this. 
here's what we're going to do. Not to pat himself on the back, which is what he did yesterday. The president came out and said, you know, he wanted to be thanked. He wanted to be thanked, the President Trump, for all he's done to bring this virus under control. He wanted thank yous. And I'll say, you know what? I'll say thank you, Mr. President, when you do something, okay? The, the cut, the $2,000 cut or the 1000 whatever you give to people and to give to businesses, that's good. But stop patting yourself on the back for two seconds and do something that a president would do. I can guarantee you the President Obama, and I didn't think he was perfect by any means, but I loved President Obama for eight years, and I think he was one of the best presidents we ever had, would not be patting himself on the back right now if this was going on under his administration or administrations. He wouldn't be saying, I want everybody to thank me. He would be saying, this is what we're doing as a country. The president would look presidential. Governor Cuomo in New York today looked presidential. Watch that press conference. Watch that briefing by Andrew Cuomo. Then watch our president and understand that our president doesn't have any clue what's going on. He doesn't have any clue what to do. Addressing reporters Tuesday, the president argued that, quote, there was no difference yesterday from days before in his assessment of the coronavirus and asserted that he'd always viewed it as very serious. That is an outright 100% lie among the many thousands of lies that this president has put forward. He didn't say that. He didn't say it was serious at all. He said they were, we were making up numbers. It wasn't real. It was fake. Everything's going to be fine. That's what he said. And I love the Republicans coming out now, and uh, I believe it was from, our senator from Texas came out and said, this isn't any time to be using politics. We, you know, we've got we've to think of each other and, and hunker down and protect each other. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. And have a president who does something. A president who doesn't stand by thinking, what do I do now? And saying things like, everybody should go to work. I love what one of the Republicans said, everybody should go out to dinner. That was Devin Nunes, by the way, the idiot from California who was supporting the president during the Russia hearings. Devin Nunes said a couple of days ago on St. Patrick's Day, everybody should go out to dinner. Go out to dinner. Enjoy. You know what happened in New York State just yesterday? Three people who went out to dinner from a family died. That's what Devin Nunes, that's what the Republicans are. And two days ago, we're encouraging everybody to go out to dinner. And here we are, folks, in New York State yesterday. We had three people from a family die. Congratulations, Devin Nunes. And everybody needs to understand right now, this is not a joke. And the Republicans think it's some kind of joke. And they're just saying whatever comes into their mind. They're still defending Donald Trump endlessly, going on and on. And Donald Trump thinks he should be patted on the back. You know what I think? I think that we should listen to the experts, do everything we can do to help other people, use common sense. But understand that this is not the time to be self-congratulatory. We have a president who honestly has, is nepotism, nepotism that I have never seen before in my life. He is in love with himself so much that it has to be the most that anybody's ever been in love with himself, at least in recent memory. I don't know about the Roman days and, and go back to the emperors or what it was like back with George Washington or whatever. I can tell you now, 
I'm 62 years old. Today's my birthday, folks. Happy birthday to me. This president is a disgrace. And now, now, this president directly has blood on his hands because he did not do a damn thing back in late January when he found out about this and he could have done a damn thing to help people now that are facing the coronavirus, COVID-19. So it's a disgrace. It's just one more addition to the list that Donald Trump has, what he's done to this country. I hope we survive it as a people. Take care of yourself, please. Stock up a little bit on supplies. Don't hoard toilet paper. Take care of each other. We'll be back with just a few days with an update. I'm Eric Crossley, making a difference. And thank you so much to everybody for listening. Everybody chill. Take care of yourself. We love you.